Hello, my friends. This is Bishop Campbell welcoming you again to a short meditation on the theme of living the Catholic life. Whenever we pass from the end of August to the beginning of September, inevitably my mind turns to something that I was associated with since a very young age, and that is education. Because the beginning of September was the beginning of school. And I, I stress that fact because a lot of school districts seem to have forgotten that school should begin after Labor Day. But that's an editorial comment. But still, in thinking of, of education, I'm thinking also of the sensation that one had, especially after a summer in which the long vacation seemed to dim in enthusiasm and, and hope and awakened a, a desire for something new and fresh. So September became that newness, that freshness uh, of a beginning. Just as the spring in May would awaken a sense of accomplishment at the end. And of course, uh, liturgically, in our calendar, there is also a, a sense of September being that beginning, when we celebrate on September the 8th the Nativity of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And in fact, in the Eastern Catholic Churches, the uh, Feast of the Nativity of the Blessed Virgin Mary is often seen as the beginning of the liturgical year, that the whole cycle of the Christian mystery of salvation should begin with her birth. For after all, she is the image and mark of the Church and of the perfect disciple. But to turn to education as that fresh beginning and an accomplishment at an end reminds me of the first of the great commandments, that we are to love God with our whole soul, our whole heart, and our whole mind. And I think people, in remembering that first uh, commandment, seem either to skip over that last one very quickly or not remember that, in fact, it was included in it. And I remember uh, the second question of the old catechism. Why did God make you? He made you to know and to love and to serve God. And in fact, it's interesting, the verbs that come in a particular order. To know, then to love, and then to serve. For we cannot love what we do not know. And we cannot serve properly whom we do not love. And education in its most general sense is an awakening of a human person to the wonder of the world around us, and the wonder of our own existence. It is an invitation to ponder the profundity of creation, of such things as time, of space, of growing things, and of our own life given to us in a particular time and place. And in, of course, the most general sense, 
It is an invitation to understand the nature of God, the creator of all things. And the mysteries uh, of God that are revealed both in nature and in the coming of Jesus Christ and in Revelation. And these mysteries of God that have been revealed to us are eternally profound. What I mean is they are not only deep, but they go deeper, but yet they are an invitation to investigation, to go deeper and deeper into the reality about us. And in fact, that Christian understanding is the basis of most of what we do call investigation, whether it be in scholarly form and uh, examining the world about us and coming to conclusions about the meaning of life. It is all going deeper into that mystery. So uh, the whole nature of education, especially of the young, is of extreme importance for any culture in any society, and particularly for, for Christians to understand that they are invited to know God, to know things about God, to know the reality of the world about us. Actually, that curiosity of the world about us, that trying to understand the revelation of God in nature, was the beginning of a true natural science. And we understand that the study and the preparation and the uh, learning of tools by which we can investigate these uh, mysteries expands both the mind and the heart. It increases both our love of what we discover and the awe and wonder which results. And education is also about learning the ability to discern the truth and how to live by it. It is important that we understand we, we can discern the difference between what is true, what is untrue, just as we want to learn how to discern the difference between the good and the evil. But we have to understand that education is, by its nature, a moral imperative. That is, we want to learn how to discern the truth, but also how to discern to live by it. The ancient philosophers, whose names may be known to you, of course, the large ones, Plato, Aristotle, Plotinus, all of them, pursued philosophy as a way by learning how to live a life that is proper to the dignity of the human person. Philosophy was not simply an academic exercise. It was a search for a, a reality, for a truth by which human life could be shaped, which could make human existence a dignified fact and fill that life with purpose and direction. Education is a moral imperative, therefore. And the attainment of knowledge is not simply an accumulation of facts, but a desire for wisdom, a desire to understand how all of the particular things we may know 
form a wholeness, form a, a pattern of reality, and one that not only causes us to delight because of its beauty and shape, but also one that calls us to live a life that is worthy of that truth and that beauty and that goodness we have discovered. So the education of the young is therefore both an expansion of their minds and a shaping of their hearts and desires. And if education is by its nature a moral reality as well as an intellectual one, then education must take place in a context of a community of moral purpose and truthfulness. And in that way, we can allow the young to grow into the maturity of the person of Christ, who is, after all, the perfect image both of God and what it means to be a human person. And we also, I think, have to go back to that first commandment of loving God with our whole soul, heart, and mind, and understand that pursuing knowledge and wisdom is therefore an act of worship. That as we learn and as we investigate, as we ponder the great mysteries, we do so as a way by honoring and, uh, and thanking God for what he has given us. And that pursuit of knowledge and wisdom, that act of worship, leads to an ever deeper faith and understanding of our human dignity and the goal of our existence. And we praise God for the gift of life that he has given us, the hunger for truth that he has instilled in us, and the mind and the soul providing the capacity to achieve this. <laughs> 